Hey folks, welcome to episode 13 of A Pebble in a Pond podcast. This episode is going to be about appreciation. It's kind of an odd topic, I will admit. Um, I think that some folks don't perhaps think about it too often. And because of that, um, it often goes overlooked. And uh, the importance and um, the, uh, the meaning of the word often falls to the wayside as we go through our day-to-day lives. Um, We'll go ahead and start with what the definition of appreciation is. Uh, It's pretty simple. It's exactly what you think it is. Uh, Appreciation, according to the dictionary, is a recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. It's pretty simple. There's another definition, and I think it it matters. It's important for this. And that definition is, a full understanding of a situation. Now, why does that matter for what we're talking about? Because uh, to truly appreciate what appreciation means, you need to completely and totally understand um, yourself and uh, your place in life and where you want to go. Um Remember that the goal of this podcast and my TikTok and all the other social medias that are starting to come up as we, you know, as I get more and more involved in this is uh, to make small changes within ourselves, uh, to make a difference as we go, to change ourselves in such a way that it is uh, sustainable, long lasting and true. And to do that, we need to truly understand and appreciate uh, who we are and our place in life. Uh, and I don't mean that on a on like a metaphysical level. I mean on a true like where are we in life and uh, and what what can we do to move along or to change our our place. Um, there is there is room for kind of a you know a, a little more ethereal version of that. Um, but I'm not going to really get into that because that's not my, my place of business, if you will. Um, so with an understanding of what appreciation is, I'll go ahead and give us a really good quote and we will go right into the music. Appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. That quote was from Voltaire, uh, who I don't actually quote that often. Uh, I should, I should, uh, I should have used more Voltaire quotes. That one in particular is one that I've actually known for quite some time. And um, in my head, I would like to think that I have tried to live up to that. But in reality, I know that's not true. Um, I, I, you know, I, I really was hesitant to do an episode about appreciation because it's, it is. Um, it is something that I am severely lacking in, 
uh, well, let's put it this way. I have an understanding that I have been severely lacking in my ability to live in appreciation. And I'm going to get into what that exactly means. Um, but I, because of things that have happened in my life, which I've detailed throughout my TikTok and, um, and in a few episodes of the podcast, uh, I, my newfound appreciation of the concept of appreciation, my newfound understanding of it, I should say, um, is one where it is becoming a much more, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't really know how to say it. I guess an all encompassing, encompassing, uh, uh, drive. I, I, I'm beginning to understand that a lot of my depression, uh, came from, there were a lot of outside reasons for it. Um, but in, in the end, one of the things that drove it forward uh, for so long, I mean, it was, it was 15, 16, 17, I don't even know how many years, but it was, it was a long time. And, and one of the things that kept driving it forward and, and deepening it for me was I, I lost the ability to appreciate what it was I was capable of. I, 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 I was telling people for a while that it was my confidence and, and I, you know, I've said that actually, I said that in a few videos on TikTok, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't my confidence. I, I don't believe that. I, I've always been pretty confident in what I can do, uh, and, and the way that I can communicate and the things that I can say and the, uh, ability I have to help and inspire people. I've always been pretty confident in that. Uh, but what I lost sight of was, um, you know, I, I, I sound, I sound arrogant when I say it like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I lost, I lost, I lost the appreciation of who I was as a person. I really began to doubt whether or not I was a good person. I began, because I, you know, when you're depressed, you don't really feel like you're worthy. You don't feel like. I saw an interview, let's put it this way, I saw an interview with um, Alan Richson, I think his name is, uh, the guy that plays Reacher on the, the TV, on the series on uh, on uh, whatever streaming service he's on, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot, uh, oh, it's Amazon, he's on, it's on Amazon, um, he's amazing, he is a, he's an amazing actor, I've seen him in multiple things, um, I, I really do like the guy a lot, and he's amazing in Reacher, but um, uh, I saw, he, he has uh, very well uh, well-known issues with some, you know, mental health issues and things like that. Um, he's spoken about it quite a bit with, about his depression and things like that. And one of the things he was talking about at one point in time, um, you know, he had, he he had reached the point where he was very well-known, uh, you know, for an actor. Uh, he, he was getting cast in a bunch of things. He had, he had money. He was traveling around doing the things he wanted to do, but what he was finding was that he was still, massively depressed and you know he he had kind of reached what we all think of as the pinnacle right like he had the money he had the some level of fame he was he was doing all the things that you were supposed to do and yet he was found if he found himself um so depressed that he he actually tried to kill himself in on set of i don't know what show it was on but uh on set he he took a a green extension cord and he wrapped it around the thing and he tried to hang himself and he would, you know, he's a big, big dude, so it didn't work. Uh, and that's really the only thing that stopped it was the fact that he was so big. But, uh, in, in his clip where he's talking about it, he, 
Um, he says that at the time, and, and this is something that uh, there's a point of what I'm trying to say here is that at the time he didn't, he felt like he was giving the world a gift. He felt like such a burden that, uh, he really thought that the world would be a better place without him. And that's kind of what I'm talking about when I talk about losing your appreciation. You, when you, when you stop appreciating yourself and what you can do for the world and for the people around you, um, it is completely and totally devastating. It changes everything about you. You, you can't operate the way that you used to. And so that's why, you know, I think it's important to really understand, um, how important appreciation and the concept of it is in just day-to-day life. It, it really can be the difference between somebody trying to hang themselves like Alan Richardson did or um, somebody living a full, uh, healthy, and happy life. And as long as you understand the importance of it, you can begin to focus on it. My understanding of appreciation has grown um, exponentially in these past few months, um, since October. And uh, I I wanted to do this episode, even though I was hesitant, because I'm not I'm not a I'm not a good example. I'm not a good example of this particular concept. I have not lived my life in such a way that I can speak with authority about it. But I thought that it excited me the opportunity to kind of go through it with the people that listen to the podcast, to kind of go through it and and kind of flex the muscle uh, so that maybe we could figure it out together. Because I really don't, I really don't, well, I, I won't say I don't, I, I haven't figured out yet exactly how to do this. Um, I've read a lot in the past two weeks while I've been working on this. Um I have spent a lot of time uh, in, in essentially in, in meditation trying to uh, exercise the um, principles and some of the lessons that I'm going to share with you here. Um, and I, they are working. It is working. But I think when you come from a mind like mine, you you feel like you're at a negative going into something like this. I feel like I have to claw my way out of where I was or where I have been, uh, to get to where I want to go. And, you know, I'll be honest, this is the first episode that I'm doing where I don't feel like I really know what I'm talking about. So we're going to work through it. And, and I, I've, I, I've, as I said in my last episode, I'm trying as hard as I can to keep uh, a more organic feel to this podcast, I don't want people to, I want you to understand that I'm having a conversation at some point in time. I'm hoping to have conversations with other people, but for now I'm just having a conversation with you, you, the person listening, each one of you is an individual, but you in particular. And it's important to me that you know that, um, this is, you know, I just like my TikToks. I'm not, I don't want to filter it and I don't want to second guess a lot of what I'm saying. So I'm going to, I'm just going to be really honest about what I know and what I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an expert on a lot of these things that I'm going to be talking about, but if we can work it out together, 
if you know if you can comment or you know have people you know tell people about it you know, I, I want people's opinions i want to know you know where i'm wrong and i want to know where I'm, when i'm getting it right and this is going to be one of those episodes where i'm really not sure if if what i'm saying here is exactly what what folks need to hear uh, but it may be what i need to hear so um let me let me pull up this other quote here real fast there we go uh this is actually it's it's a it's an interesting quote because it's not yeah, usually I'll quote like really famous like historical people but this is actually a quote from a book uh by Nicholas Sparks um you know he's the guy that wrote the notebook and things like that but he has a book called The Wedding and uh well, I I I found this in these last couple of weeks while I was looking for different things to say in this and I thought this was an interesting quote because uh it's very true and I'm this is what we're going to talk about next um, he says, and it, I don't know the character. I haven't actually read this book, but the quote is fun or not fun. It's, um, <laughs> the quote is, uh, is accurate. He says, it's funny, but have you ever noticed that the more special something is, the more people seem to take it for granted. It's like, they think it won't ever change. Just like this house here. All it ever needed was a little attention and it would have never ended up like this in the first place. Well, why, why is, why did I pick that quote? I picked that quote because I'm in a position in my life, and I know that many people are in this position, where you start to realize as things as things fade and things go away from you, how much more you appreciate something when it's gone. Um, you, you know, it's a famous, you know, don't know what you got till it's gone and all this stuff. Uh, anything like that, you know, heart, absence makes the heart grow fonder. All of these are kind of just different plays on the same idea. Um, and the, the key to understanding appreciation, uh, and living in appreciation, which I, I'm going to, don't, don't, I'm hold me to it. I'm going to get to that. Um, when I say that, um, and I, it's an important concept, so I'm gonna. I, I want to finish with it because I want you guys to really understand it. That's the thing I want to finish with. But I'm gonna use that term as we go. Uh, living in appreciation. Um. When you, when you are are trying to exercise this concept, when you're trying to really make it part of your life, um, it's really important to try to remember these kind of. Um, sayings, these phrases, these, these things that we kind of have kind of left to the wayside, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder and, you know, don't know what you got till it's gone. These are great examples of that. Why do we need to lose something? Why, why does that matter? Why did, why, why does it have to be gone for us to care about it or to appreciate it? Well, the reason for that is because we're, as humans, scarcity is our driving force. This is, this is, uh, this goes down to an evolutionary thing. You know, we, when we know we don't have, you know, let's look at it this way. There's a TV show uh, called Alone. I'm sure many people have seen it. I don't know. It's a survival show. Uh, I don't know where it, it's on, but uh, I've watched a couple episodes or a couple seasons of it actually. And uh, one of the things that's interesting about it is the way that these people on this show um, kind of hoard stuff because they don't know if they're going to be able to get it again, right? So they, they go out and they kill a bunch of stuff and they make a bunch of meat and fish a bunch of fish and, you know, they but they have to hoard all that stuff and try to keep it. And they don't have refrigerators, so they just have to find ways to store this stuff. Why do they do that? 
Well, because at some point in time, they're going to run out because they're not going to be able to fish in a lake that is frozen over. They're not going to be able to hunt for animals that have gone into hibernation or, or that are have moved on to different areas. Scarcity is a driving force for all of us. Think about the way that toilet paper went crazy just a few years ago when when we got into the pandemic. People said, some, one person said something to somebody somewhere about there maybe not being toilet paper for a week and the entire world lit on fire because everybody had to hoard toilet paper. I mean, I get it. Nobody wants to use a pine cone to wipe their butt. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I don't think we needed to go that far, folks. Um, but that's just an example. Like, that's 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 the kind of thing that, that's the way we work. That's the way that humans work. When we think that we're going to lose out on something, it's the whole FOMO concept as well. You know, you're, you're afraid of missing out. So you, you have to be part of this. You have to do this. You have to, you have to grab these things that you are, are scarce and that, you know, may go away. Appreciation, living in appreciation, um, means capturing that feeling for the things that you have in abundance. Now I kind of spoiled the ending there a little bit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna edit that out, but I, I want you to understand it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to reference it. So I, you know let's let's just get into it here. Um, when when you have these feelings of, oh my God, I'm gonna miss out on this, or oh my God, what what about this? Oh, I need to, I, something's gone. Oh my God, and now I really care about it. Like when you when that when you go through that, you are too late. You're you're too late. Like your appreciation is no longer appreciated. Like you're no longer, it doesn't matter if you care about something when it's gone. That's for you. That's, that's, that's not true appreciation. What matters the most is how you treat it when it's there. And really what I'm talking about here is people, but this goes for everything. You know, we, we oftentimes, (laughs) it's funny. I I just thought about this, but I'm going to throw it in here because I think it's a good, uh, a good example of this. Um, my mom has a, has a, as a picture, uh, not, a, not like a, an art picture, but like a picture that holds water, water. It's this plastic orange picture, picture that she's had, um, picture. I'm trying to say that right. So it sounds right. Uh, that she's had since I was uh, a child. Uh, I, I was an infant. I mean, I've, I remember this thing for my entire life and she still has this thing. Um, so, it, you know, I'm 48. She's had this thing for 48 years. And I, every now and then, you know, I'll go over to her house and go to visit or whatever. And I'll see this thing. It's just sitting in the corner in her bathroom. And I'll just think to myself, that, that is insane. That is, that is like, it's, it's not, and I'm not, it's not a shot of my mom. Uh, it's, it's insane that somebody can have that level of care and respect in today's world. You know, my mom doesn't need another thing, right? She's had this thing. This has been the the picture that she uses to, you know, clean her tub out or whatever it may be. And it's like, we think about that in today's terms. And there's so many people that, you know, everything is disposable at a certain level. And even things that aren't disposable, people dispose of. And, you know, my mom, she may not speak to, you know, appreciating a a picture, but there's memories now tied to that picture, right? She used that picture to bathe us as children. 
That's the that when we would sit in the tub, she would use that to pour water on our backs and things like that, to to rinse the soap out of our hair. That 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 picture has memories and value, and I promise you, she appreciates all of those memories that that come with it. And it's crazy when you think about when you're we're sitting here talking about the concept of appreciation, and I talk about you know a picture that my mom used to bathe me with. But now it's sitting in the corner of her bathroom. She still uses it to this day, but she takes care of it. She doesn't, you know, throw it on the ground and, you know, let it get stepped on by people. She doesn't, she doesn't mistreat it. She doesn't use it for things other than what it's supposed to be used for. And my mom and this picture, picture have lasted longer than most relationships do. Now, granted, the picture doesn't talk back to her or, or mistreat her, but... You know, it's one of those things where you start to, you start to think about little things like that and you say, well, that is, that is a, a very simple, but a, a very, uh, and honestly, it's a good example of what appreciation means. Now, what does that mean in terms of a person? It means that it's easy to miss somebody. It's easy to say, once somebody walks out of your life, it's easy to say, oh, I, I, I miss you. I want you back. But it's very difficult when they are there, when you feel as if they're there in abundance to truly appreciate um, how much they mean to you because you feel like they're always going to be there. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean somebody leaving. This means somebody dying as well. You know, we go through our lives and we just assume that the people around us are always going to be there. You know, we, we, we don't, we don't think about death because it's so far away for most people and, and, and then more people hold it at bay, right? Most, we we don't, we don't talk about that. We don't, we don't mention that, but you know, death is a beautiful thing. Death is a thing that happens to us all. And if you start to kind of focus on the fact that people are only here for a short period of time, it, it allows you perspective that will lead you towards this appreciation that I'm talking about. When you know that somebody is always possibly not going to be there, it makes it so that you, it, it, it brings about that scarcity response where you really feel like I, I got to I got to, you know, have as much of them in my life as I can get. I, I, I want them to know how much they mean to me. I want them to know how important they are to me. So with that in mind, you know, you, you want to start to go through your life and experience things with people that shows each of them, each of them, uh, just how important they are to you. Now, how do we do that? Well, I mean, I, like I said at the start of this, I, you know, I really, I really didn't know. I didn't understand. I, I've, I've started to get it and I've started to really understand it in a way that I, I, I never did before. And I'm going to share that with you here in a minute, but I, I want, I want you to know that, um, more than anything, I want you to know this. I'm throwing the word around the word appreciate around quite a bit because it it can be used for so in so many different ways even though it only really has one definition we use it in so many ways and 
it is a powerful word. And it is a powerful concept. You live every day, every moment, understanding that there is beauty and wonder and something special in each moment, in each person, in each thing that you come across in your life. It is, now like I said, I'm still, I'm still learning to do this, but there have been moments over these past few weeks while I've been studying this where I have sat and just taken stock of my life and where I am and where I am right now, as opposed to where I was, you know, six months ago. And it's difficult because I realize just how much time I've wasted, how much of my life I have essentially thrown away, um, on not just, not just, not just on, uh, fruitless pursuits, but just with, with people that, that didn't understand me, that didn't appreciate me, that didn't, uh, that, that weren't on my side and in situations that weren't favorable to me that I put myself into, um, and how little I have truly felt appreciated. And that has, that has changed quite a bit. Um, and so I, I sat and I, you know, like I said, I've been, I've been, I don't like to call it meditation because I don't know, for some reason, some people don't like that term, but you know, that's essentially what it was, is just sitting quietly and just being in my thoughts and allowing the emotion and the thoughts to come to me. And, and what I've begun to realize is that if there's one thing that I want more than maybe anything, it's, it's appreciation. And, and the problem with that is that I kept looking outside for it. I kept looking to other people to appreciate me. And it's taken me until basically this last week to appreciate who I am and myself for who and what I can do and my abilities, my knowledge, um, my drive to make this world a better place. Uh, it, it really genuinely has taken me 48 years, uh, to figure out that I, I don't, I don't, care that much if other people appreciate me anymore. I really don't. I want them to. It would be wonderful if people did. But I I have to appreciate myself first. I have to truly understand myself and I have to uh, love myself in a way that has been difficult to do up until now. Uh, now that's not to say I'm a finished product in any way. You know, not, not even a chance, but, um, you know, taking, doing a few of these little things that I'm talking, I'm going to talk about here in a minute and, uh, and really, uh, trying to be honest with myself as much as possible, uh, accepting my shortcomings and then saying, it, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like, well, and this is, yeah, this is part of one of those exercises, you know, you, when you, when you sit and you, and you really kind of, it, you can write this down. I, I didn't write it down, but, um, you know, you can write these things down if it, if it helps you to kind of visualize it. Um, but when you, when you kind of, you kind of 
sit there and you, you make a list of the things that you love about yourself or like about yourself and the things that you hate about yourself. Um, and what I find is that, you know, there's a long list of things I hate about myself. It really is. It's, it, it goes on and on. Um, but they're all, they're, they're big things in my mind when I think about them. But in comparison to the things that I truly do enjoy about myself, they're nothing. I like the fact that I can sit here in front of this microphone like this and just talk. I have no idea what I just said like 15 minutes ago. I have no idea, but I'm just talking. I'm just speaking from the heart. And I know that there's not a lot of people out there that can do that. And I, I like the fact that I can do it. And I like the fact that I say things that, um, or that I can kind of conjure up things that um, can move people and can help people. Um, I know that it's, it's, a, it's a skill that is not, or a talent, I guess, that is not uh, common. It is uh, singular, for the most part, uh, in my life at least, uh, around me. And I, I don't know anyone else that can do this. I know there are people out there that can, but um, for me, in my life, and the people around me, I'm the only one that can do this. And it's it's a special feeling knowing that of all the people I know, of all the people I've ever known, I'm really the only person that I know that can do this. And I mean that's just that's just that's like a parlor trick, but you know, I what I've found is that I I really appreciate my ability to love the way that I love. Um it's it's my whole person. It's everything, the way that I feel for people. And, you know, obviously it's varying degrees. It gets a lot stronger when I'm very close to you. But, uh, for the first time in my life, I really genuinely feel like I I love people. I've, I've spent most of my life hating people, like just not wanting to be around people, not wanting to interact with people. Not that I was like a shut in, but I just, I didn't, I didn't appreciate the beauty around me. And I do now. And I think that, um, you know, that uh, kind of doing these exercises and, and, and really uh, meditating on it and thinking about it has left me, for lack of a better word, in a, in a moment where I'm ready to practice what I preach. I'm ready to live in appreciation. So... Now that that's off my chest, <laughs> um, let me go ahead and uh, start talking about some of these practices that we can we can do. Now these are just these are just going to be. I'm just going to name a, a few things that I thought about that I read about, um, and th- not 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 all of this is going to be able to apply to you. Um, once again, appreciation is is it's a tad nebulous, right? Like it's difficult to really pin down exactly what, what you can do because each of us will experience it in a different way. Um, for the first thing, um, that most people can do is, um, give of yourself. Uh, what does that mean? It means, it means give time. It means look around you, look at the people closest to you. Um, try to be aware of the people that need, need you, not just, not just like need money or need, you know, whatever, need a, need a lift to work, whatever, but the people that, you know, need 
somebody in their life, need somebody. And we all have got, you know, we have all know somebody that maybe has some trouble. Maybe, maybe they're going through some stuff. And the best thing you can do for yourself is to take some of your own time, your own energy, and spend it with them. Give it to them. Uh, why does this help with appreciation? Well, it, appreciation often comes from perspective. And if you have the ability to change perspective a little bit, um, you start to understand that uh, you're... It's hard, to, it's hard to kind of frame this. When you give time, energy, love, you know, compassion, when you start to give these things to people, they, they return them and it kind of makes you understand their point of view and, and their perspective. The way that they return it is through appreciating what you've done for them. If you can't feel an appreciation for yourself, find your appreciation through someone else briefly. And, and I know that's kind of counterintuitive to what I just said, but it's not really because what I have found, um, is that it was easy for me to start to feel this because I've really put myself out there on the, on TikTok, on TikTok, on TikTok and on this uh, podcast. I've really, I've put a lot out there. Uh, I, I am, I am unguarded, uh, for the most part. And I am, I'm just throwing everything I am into this. And some people, you know, I've had a few shitty comments and some people say some mean things, but for the most part, everybody's been really great. I get, I get, you know, not every video, but every, every few days I get a comment that shows me how much somebody appreciates what I've said. That's where I started when I started to talk about this. And that's where I, uh, I was able to kind of focus on those things and say, okay, well, what, what is it that people liked about me? What is it? And so even though I wasn't able to truly get there on my own, um, I was able to use these comments from other people. Now, you know, going back to what I said originally, if you give, which is what I've done, uh, I have given of myself. I have, I have laid my thoughts and my feelings bare for essentially the world to see at this point in time. You know, uh, there's only been a couple thousand people, but it's still, you know, that's a lot more people than knew me before. That's for damn sure. And, uh, I imagine it's going to keep going up. I'm going to have to start, you know, I, I need to make sure that people understand that what they're getting when they, when they tune into the TikTok channel or that when they listen to the podcast is, is me, uh, um, unrepentant and, uh, as true as I can be. And as long as I'm doing that and people can give me a little bit here and there, I'm able to kind of take, take that and say, okay, yes, people are appreciating what I'm doing now. How does that affect me? It took that. It, it took, it took other people for me to find appreciation in myself. It really did. And it's not really something I want to be proud of necessarily because I should be able to conjure it inside myself. But, and this is the point of this first exercise is if you can't do that, then a good jumping, jumping off point is to try to give to others so that they can give something back. When you, when you get a, an honest and earnest thank you from somebody, 
you know that they appreciate what you've done, you feel appreciated and you feel like you're, you're making a difference. And in that, you can start to build yourself a, a, a house. A, a, you can start to build yourself a, a monument inside of yourself uh, to truly appreciate your own abilities and your own talents. Now, the second part of this is, um, it, it's pretty, pretty simple, and I've kind of already touched on it, is just being mindful and aware of the people and yourself, the people around you and yourself. Um, you want to make sure that you're paying attention, right? Like you want to, you want to really focus on how you're feeling in any given situation. Uh, and you want to try to look at the people around you. You want to really get a feeling for what they're going through and how they're feeling. And this is important because you're, you're trying to appreciation is something living in appreciation is something that we do in the present. It's something that we do right now. Like I already stated, we can't, we can't, we have to get away from this idea of, uh, loving something when it's gone of appreciating something when it's gone. We're trying to do that presently. We can't think about the future and we can't think about the past. We have to think about right now. Mindfulness is allowing yourself to just be in the present. It's, it's just allowing yourself to be aware of what's going on. Immerse yourself in the details, focus on the little things. Uh, you know, look at the, the, the way that people stand, look at the way that people carry their arms, look at the way that their face twitches or, or contorts based on the things that you say, really involve yourself in each discussion. Um, listen to the intonation of their voice. Try to understand if they're upset, if they're angry. And then, and then also do that with yourself. Understand that, you know, sometimes we, we just let ourselves go and we don't think about the, the things that we're saying or doing. And that's fine to a certain degree, but what I'm asking you here is to, you know, let yourself go, be natural, be who you are, but be mindful. Don't, don't, don't stifle yourself. Don't censor yourself. Don't, don't, you know, hold yourself back, but be mindful of the effect that you're having on yourself. Uh, a good example of this is, and I, I've, I'm desperately trying. I've had a few people, uh, on TikTok talk about the way that I look and, you know, my mom and uh, a couple other people in my life have been like, Oh, you know, you don't worry about that. And, and I'm not, when I say they talk about the way I look, I'm not talking about bad comments. I've had a couple of those too. I had a guy tell me that I, he doesn't want to see me in close-ups, uh, which is great. But, uh, you know, I've had people say, oh, you're handsome, or oh, oh, I like your voice, or oh, I like this, I like your hair, I like your whatever. And it's really difficult for me to accept compliments um, about the way that I look because for my entire life, I haven't truly liked the way I look. I don't really value that part of myself. I, I don't, I, it's not something that I, I'm proud of necessarily. Um, but what, I started to understand, and this was, you know, it wasn't really somebody's comments. It was just more, I just needed to accept it. What I've started to understand is that, um, I I need to stop that. (laughs) It's that simple. I need to stop thinking about myself that way. I'm, I'm not a horrible looking guy. And even if I was, who cares? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I am what I am. I look the way I look. And so I need to start to appreciate, um, when someone gives me a compliment that 
even if I don't necessarily feel it myself, even if I don't necessarily think that way all the time myself, they do. And, you know, all I can do is say thank you. And it does help me. It, it does, it is making me feel better about myself. Uh, I'm able to take that, those comments and those little things and say, okay, well, there are people out there that appreciate what I look like and, and, and maybe I'm not so bad. And, you know, when somebody makes a, a mean comment now, I don't, I don't, it doesn't really bother me. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty good person and I don't, if somebody wants to make a mean comment, that's really telling me more about them than it is about me. So it doesn't really bother me anymore, but, um, it definitely helps. Like the good comments definitely help me and, um, kind of, kind of, uh, reinforce what I'm trying to do for myself, which is, I'm just not going to say mean things about myself anymore. Even, even making this podcast, I'm trying to not say, I don't, you know, I'm ugly or anything like that. Uh, which just a few weeks ago, I would have said that. Um, but you know, now I just, I can just be honest and say, I, I've never really liked the way I look, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to, you know, I like the fact that I've got a big beard. I like the fact that I've got my long hair. Um, I I like those things. So I'm going to focus on those things and I'm going to be mindful of how I treat myself and the things I say to myself, because more to the point, I want to be able to appreciate myself. Um, and you know, that's the whole point here. That's what we're trying to do. Which leads to the next thing, and, and it, it, I've already spoke about it a bit. So you know, this is this is another simple uh, way of uh, demonstrating appreciation is just trying as hard as you can to be kind to yourself. Uh, appreciation of yourself is is key to everything that we're trying to do. Understanding who you are, what your abilities are, uh, you know, your strengths, your weaknesses, um, and really truly loving, um, yourself at a, on a, on a fundamental level is key to what we're trying to do. Um, I, you know, I've, I've spoke about a bunch of facets of my life and relationships in my life. And, and one of them that is a continuing thing is, is, uh, this friend of mine that is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to figure out what's going on in her head because we don't really talk much anymore. But, um, uh, we had a recent conversation and it was uh, eventful. But uh, one of the things that kind of came to light in that conversation was um, just, I, I'm starting to realize just how little she loves herself. How, how, because there's nobody, nobody can truly love yourself and, and treat yourself the way she has treated herself and, and make the decisions that she has made that are actively hurting herself. Uh, you just, you just don't do that to something you love. And, um, when, when I look at that, when I look at that in, in a, you know, real time, it really is a good example of how not to be. I don't, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be somebody who, um, who doesn't love themselves. I, and I, I can't, there's not a whole lot of, I mean, we actually have an episode on self-love and you know, I, I urge you that if you're having a problem with this, go listen to that episode because it does help. Like all of those practices and all of those exercises that I give, they, they definitely help. Um, I'm, I'm much better than I was, uh, before I did that episode now. I mean, it's been, 
it's been, I don't think that was episode four or five. So it's been a while. Um, and I, I have employed some of those exercises and some of those strategies and it has helped. Um, loving yourself is the first step towards true, truly unlocking your potential. Um, and you don't have to love yourself completely. Let me make that clear. You just have to love yourself, uh, even in small doses. You have to understand that you are a net positive in this world. Um, the power, the beauty, the, the wonderful things that you can bring into this world are yours and yours alone. Nobody else can do what you do. Nobody else, can, nobody else has your particular collection of skills. Um, you're the only one, like literally in the history of this planet, you're the only one that can do what you do. And so it seems when you, when you think about it from that point of view, it seems like such a fucking waste to uh, uh, not love yourself, to not appreciate who you are, to not appreciate what you can do. Uh, because if you go your life without expressing who you are, you are robbing yourself and the world of your gifts forever because there's never going to be another one of you. You're the only one that can ever do what you do. So appreciate that. Appreciate who you are. You may not be perfect. None of us are. We all are flawed. We all have shortcomings. We all suffer in our own ways. And we, we, we ruminate on the things that are bad about us or we, we perceive as bad about us but without understanding. And I think that this is really another key to living in appreciation. Those things that are bad about us are the things that make us who we are, right? You, you know what? We'll get into that in a minute. I, I'm going to hold that. I'm going to hold that for just a minute. We're going to go on to the next one. though. So for this next part, the next exercise, I should say. Um, I, this is one that this is this is tough for me. This is really tough for me. It seems, it seems silly to me. Um, I read about this actually like a week ago, and I I immediately was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not even going to mention that. But because because I love y'all, and because I genuinely want to, um be as honest as I can, I, I decided that I would give this a try. I have mentioned this in other episodes of other, of the podcast. And I have talked about it, um, a bit on TikTok, um, in, in smaller doses than what I'm talking about here. Um, sometimes we get into positions or situations in our lives where we start to feel despair. Now there's no other word for it. Despair is the best word for it. Uh, this feeling of there's nothing good is going to happen. There's no no light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and we will, this is where we give up. This is where we lose hope. Uh, in those moments, uh, it is difficult to create this 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 type of mentality that you need to do this exercise. But this is when you need to do it the most. Uh, sit down with a piece of paper and um, start with something. I don't, I don't know what. Uh, I, it, it depends on your life. Uh, for me, 
it was my cat. Um, I was sitting there. I was, I was getting upset. I was trying to do this exercise and I just couldn't think of anything. And I started with my cat. Now, what, what are you supposed to be thinking of is the question, right? So you're supposed to be hyper-focusing, like don't think, try to block out any of these negative thoughts you have. Try to block out any of the bad shit and just think about something that you appreciate and something that you love. And, and in that moment, my cat was sitting next to me. So I'm sitting there just super depressed, just feeling, you know, as bad as I could. And she jumps up and sits next to me and starts purring and I pet her. And that, you know, okay, my, I know that my cat loves me <laughs> and I love my cat. And so I write it down. And what, what is it that I love about my cat? Well, I like the fact that she's a fluffy and she's, you know, she's got a little chunk on her. She's a little chunky. And I like the fact that she doesn't like everybody. She likes me more than everybody else. And I like the fact that you know, and when, when visitors come, she'll run and hide because she doesn't want to deal with them. But when, as soon as they're gone, she pokes her head out and comes over to me. And I'm literally writing all this stuff down. I'm, I'm writing down the whole list and I'm, uh, then I'm like, okay, well, visitors. Okay. Well, you know, my mom comes over and I love my mom and I, you know, what do I love about my mom? So I start writing down and I start doing this and it just kind of snowballs into me making a list of things that I, I appreciate and I love things that are positive things that, um, I know that bring joy into my life and I ended up, uh, just, just jotting like as quickly as I can, like literally jotting. I can't even read the list because it was, I was writing so quickly. Um, I ended up filling up the whole page and then, uh, I started on another page and that's when I was like, okay, I get it. I don't need to keep going. I, (laughs) I understand the power of this exercise now. Just sit and, and, and question, just sit and say, okay, what, pick one thing. I love this thing. Why do I love this thing? Why do I appreciate this thing? Why does this thing matter? And then follow that line and it it will lead you. If you do this, it will lead you to the next thing. Well, what do I love about this? What do I love about this? Why do I love that thing? What is it about this thing that, that, that makes me happy? just, these are simple, simple questions. And, and sometimes you'll even get to where you start to appreciate, like you'll start to think about a situation. You'll say, okay, well, why do I love this person? Well, they did this for me this one time. Well, what happened in that situation? Well, this happened and this person said this, and then, well, this person said this, and then how did this affect me? And you can literally just sit there and it's almost like a diary to a certain degree. You're just sitting there jotting things down and they don't have to make sense and they don't have to be in order, but you, you end up with a page full of positive reinforcement, positive things that you can just look at and say, I mean, as long as you have legible handwriting, unlike me, uh, you, you just look at it and you say, Oh, geez, that's, that's a full page of things that I appreciate and that I love that bring me happiness and joy. And you can just, you literally can just pick that up when you're feeling sad and you can say, okay, no, I can't because I look at it and I go, man, I got to work on my handwriting. But, um, you know, that you have that ability now. And then, you know, if that starts to not work, if that you make another page and don't throw away the original page, keep it, like put it in a notebook and, and make another page of things that you appreciate, of things that you love, of things that you enjoy. Use these as tools to get yourself through the darker times, the low times, the times when you feel your worst. And, 
And even if you don't need them in those times, just pull them out and, and use them as examples for other people. If there's somebody that in your life that is going through something, you can say, you know what? And explain this, explain the exercise to them and say, and you know, this is what we do. We write these things down and look, you are in this notebook. This is my way of showing you that I appreciate you. I wrote down all this stuff about you. I'm telling you now, if you share that kind of information with somebody, if you tell them that, you know, you did this work because you weren't feeling appreciated or you weren't feeling loved. And so you did these things to try to find your, your, your compass, your, you know, your, your North star, if you will. And you did this exercise and they were part of the things that you loved and appreciated. You will instantly, instantly change the way they view you. You, because that is, that is a level of vulnerability that we only share with people that we truly love. And they will understand that. Most people will understand that at least. And if they don't understand that, well, I, I got nothing for you then. So uh, we're going to talk about one more thing here. And then I'm going to try to start to finish this up. Um, and this is kind of, this kind of latches on to what I just said. Um, when you're making this list, when you're, when you're going through these things, uh, underline, underline the things that you are most grateful for. If it's a person, underline it. If it's, if it's a, a, you know, a, a cat, in my case, you underline it. If it's uh, an object of some sort, you underline You know, if you really love your car and you like the fact that you, you know, taking good care of it or whatever, underline the car. Uh, focus, use those as your focus as you're moving through this exercise. Uh, those are the things that you feel the most gratitude for, especially if, if there were gifts, that, that makes it even better. If somebody gave you, you know, say you're married and you have a wedding ring and every time you look at it, you feel good, uh, because it, it, it resem- it recognize, you recognize the love, you know, that you've shared for however long, um, then write that down, write that item down and think about it. I know it's on your finger, but it's been on your finger for so many years or so many months that sometimes you even forget it's there. And we want to be reminded of those promises, of those vows, of those, of those, of that love. We want that reminder. We want that to be a constant thing. We want to, to live in that moment and we want to appreciate the person that you're with and the, the, the things that they do for you. Um, one of the things that I, I started to do some time ago, uh, and like I said, I'm going to start to finish this up cause we're already almost at an hour. Um, one of the things that I started some years ago, uh, and this is a little insight into my life. Um, there was a point in time, I would say 10 years ago where, uh, if you asked me to cook something, the only thing that I could cook was, uh, cereal and maybe a can of soup. Um, I could, I could make some fried eggs and some bacon, uh, with, with some trouble. I would, I would often burn the bacon. Um, but when my store closed, I, I kind of didn't have anything to do. I, I was, I was really super freaking depressed and I, I didn't have any skills to speak of to jump out and get another job. So I just kind of was depressed and at home. And in that I found that one of the things that I started to do was I started to make jerky. Well, uh, when that happened, I started like I started to learn how to do it. We got a dehydrator. I, I learned all these different things, and I was like, okay, well, I I can do jerky. And then I started to kind of I started to 
play with like, oh, I can make a steak. Let's try to make a steak. I had never cooked a steak. Um, and this, keep in mind, this is, I was like almost 40 years old. So, uh, it was, <laughs> it was pretty sad really, but I really had never, never needed to. I'd always relied on other people to make me something or I just went out and got some Taco Bell. Like it was never, it was never something that I really put any value on. Uh, however, my girlfriend did put value on it. Um, and she, um, at least at the time, really, really appreciated my efforts to learn how to cook. Now I'm the only one that does any cooking in the house and I, I do enjoy it. And I never thought I would, um, you know, I cook our, I cook our Thanksgiving meal. I cook our Christmas meal. I cook, I do all the cooking. Um, and I'm good at it. I'm not, you know, I'm not a chef. I'm not perfect, but I I do make good food. And, uh, I'm proud of that because, uh, I, I took, that was kind of my way of dealing with my depression for so long was trying to find something that I, uh, I could do, uh, something that I I felt proud of, something that I would, I could kind of hang my hat on if you will. And so in that, and the reason I bring this up in this gratitude idea is, uh, I, that, that went on my list and I, I underlined that was the, the way that I feel when I cook for people and they, they enjoy it. Um, now I want to, I want to make this clear, uh, before I move on. Um, one of the, one of the downfalls of being hyper depressed, like I was, uh, was that it kind of, it kind of fills you with this, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's like an anti- anti-hope, uh, chemical where you start to, you know, when I say, well, this thing, somebody showing gratitude here, or I have gratitude for this. Uh, so this thing makes me happy. Uh, part of me is also like, well, if they don't show you that, what does that do for you? And that's, that's a really messed up way of thinking. (laughs) It's really not healthy. Um, because it, it, it hurts you and it hurts them. Uh, there are a lot of times when, uh, I'll make dinner and, you know, I'll have cooked for four hours or whatever it may be. And I don't eat until I know that everybody's taking a bite and everybody's okay, because I want to make sure that if I need to do anything, you know, so uh, there's a lot of times when I just, I don't even eat when my food's hot. Like I don't get to it because I'm so hyper fixated on making sure that everybody else is okay and happy. So it can be a drawback, right? Like it can be a, it can be a bad thing too. And that's something that I have to work on, but it is an example of the way that your mind can kind of take these things and turn them against you to a certain degree. And and you really got to be careful with that. I, I'm trying as hard as I can to not feel that way, but it, it is difficult because it, you know, like I said, the, the cooking, the meals thing, it became, such an important thing to me that now when I feel like somebody maybe doesn't like the food I made, it, it hurts. And I, you know, I want to make it better if I can. So, um, it's just, that's just one of those things that, that, uh, I had thought about and I wanted to make sure I shared because it is a a pitfall that you can, you know, you need to be careful of. So we're going to wrap this up, but before I do, I want to fulfill my promise and I want to make sure that I completely and totally describe what I mean when I say living in appreciation, I think that it is so important to understand that living with appreciation and living in appreciation are two different things. Living with appreciation is the simple fact or the simple matter of, I appreciate this and 
I, you know, that's it. Like that's, that's living with appreciation is, oh, you did this thing for me. I appreciate that. That feeling lasts and then it fades and you go, it goes away and then you're on to the next thing. That's living with appreciation. It is a companion that sometimes makes an, an appearance and you appreciate it. You, you like it when it's there, but you don't necessarily dwell in it. But what does it mean to live in appreciation? Living in appreciation is an active choice. It is an active idea. It is uh, something that requires concentration. It is something that requires uh, careful thought and understanding. It is knowing that every day, every moment, every person, every interaction, every everything you do, everything that you see can be appreciated in some way. Now, that seems a little crazy to say it like that, but think about how many times you've gotten up, you've, you know, done what your normal routine, whatever it may be, you get up, you get your coffee, you, you know, clean up, you get ready for work, you walk outside, you get in your car, you drive to work, you do your work thing, you you know, go to lunch, see with some coworkers, whatever, come home, go pick up the kids, go do your thing, get get home, go inside, prepare dinner, get get dinner done, eat dinner, spend some time with the family, get ready for bed, go to bed, sleep, get up the next morning, do the same thing. How many times have you done that? And how many times in those times have you ever stopped to look up and see the sky? How many times in your drive home have you pulled over to look at the sunset? How many times have you really taken a moment and said, you know what? It's really nice that I can get in my car and drive somewhere 20 miles away. And I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have to, I have air conditioning. I, I can, you know, I can sit in my car quietly if I'd like to, or listen to some music or I can, you know, I can, ju- I just have this time to myself. I can, I can use this time to, you know, really think about problems. How many, how many times do you, do you go to bed at night and you are reading a book or you're listening to a podcast or you're whatever it may be. And you, you, you don't really take that time to think about how wonderful, even, even if you're having troubles, even if you're struggling, how wonderful it is just to be you. And that goes back to self-appreciation and things like that. But, you know, it's, we often forget to move through life and be happy. Just be happy with who you are and, and what you have and, and, and where you have been. Understand that your struggles, as horrible as they may, may be, your traumas, your tragedies, they are building blocks they are they are the thing that move you to the next phase of your life and as horrible as they are and i wish to god that i could stop all of it from happening to everyone but i can't and neither can you and we need to reimagine and re- learn to reunderstand uh change our understanding i should say of of what these things are to us you know i this whole podcast and my tiktok channel and everything came out of a horrible tragic, not tragic, but a horrible trauma for me, uh, where I was losing somebody that I loved very dearly in my life. 
slowly over, you know, a couple of weeks, they just kind of peeled themselves away from me. And it was so painful and so traumatic that it really did cause me to kind of go into a trauma response. And I, for a while, I really thought that this whole thing was just that. I thought that was just me, my way of kind of dealing with the pain. But what I've, what I've since learned and what I now understand is that it, it wasn't that it was, it was more my response to this level of pain was to fall back inside of myself and find who I was again, who I have been and who I'd like to be. I, I am living every moment understanding that it could all be gone, uh, tomorrow. I'm living quite literally with, with death or the end of things on my mind all the time and not in a bad way. I'm not, it's not a bad thing. And I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to do this. I'm I'm not, I'm not prescribing this. I'm saying that's how I'm, I'm living my life now. Uh, I'm tired of, of, you know, some famous person dies and people say things like, Oh, this puts it into perspective or, you know, something tragic happens and you say, Oh, well, sometimes, you know, we just have to think about the fact that, you know, this is what's happening I don't, I don't want to think like that anymore. I don't want to be that person anymore. And I'm, I'm, of course I'm going to be at time from time to time, but really I want, I want to live so much in the moment. I want to live in a way that I, you know, there's a quote for this (laughs) shocking. I know. And, and what's funny is that, you know, I, I've, I've used the quote before, so I actually didn't want to say it again, but it, it you know, it, when it, when it works, it works and I'm not going to go against it, but Thoreau, Thoreau, one of his most famous quotes, really, I'm sure you'll know it once I say it, he wrote, I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach and not when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. I did not wish to live what was not life. Living is so dear. Nor did I wish to practice resignation unless it was quite necessary. I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. That's where I'm at now. That's that's how I'm living my life as much as I possibly can from, from this moment, from last week, from a month ago, from three months ago. That's That's where I am now. I wish to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life. And to do that, I have to be appreciative of what I have, who I am, and where I'm going. I have to understand it. And if I don't understand it, then I'm working to understand it. And I want the same thing for you. Now, I've, I've spent a lot of this episode just talking about things from my point of view, and that's one of the reasons why I put that disclaimer at the beginning saying that I, you know, I don't really know, uh, necessarily the best way to go about this. Appreciation is a nebulous idea because it is literally different for every single individual. How I think about it, how you think about it, our dictionary definitions may be the same, but how we express it and how we uh, feel it are two very, very different things. And I want to make sure that it's understood that I want to, 
for you what I'm beginning to understand for myself. And if I, as I learn more, I'm going to share those things probably on TikTok. But I, I, I know for a fact I'm going to have this conversation or something like this conversation again on the podcast. I know I am. And um, I, I want those of you that listen um, to know that, you know, this isn't a finished product. I'm not, not the podcast, not me. Um, I'm learning as we go. I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot to go. I have a lot to understand. Um, I, I believe that my life has led me in a way that, um, (laughs) it's funny the way I just thought about that when I said that I believe my life has led me. Let me, let me, let me make this point. Uh, I know I've already run way over where I want to be, but, um, what I just said there is, is the key, the key to everything. I believe my life has led me. That's true. That is very true. My life has led me. I have allowed my life to lead me and I have been an observer in a lot of it for 15 plus years. I was an observer in my own body as depression took so much from me. I'm not, I'm not, uh, going to allow that to happen anymore. Uh, I'm not letting my life lead me anywhere anymore. I wish to live deliberately and I'm going to do that step by step, day by day, moment by moment. It's a struggle and I'm trying and in doing that and trying and struggling and, and, and sharing these, these moments with all of you, um, Sometimes I'm going to have episodes like this where I just talk about it from my point of view. And I hope that you understand that when I do that, it's because I, I don't necessarily know if the advice I'm giving you will work for you. I hope it does. I hope you try some of the things I talked about here because they, they have worked for me. And I hope you can see that in the way that I'm talking about it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really trying to sell anything. I'm just trying to help people. And if I can... If I can lead the way through my own example, uh, knowing where I have been and where I've allowed myself to be, um, then I will have accomplished something. And I, I'm good with that. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I know that I've overshot by quite a bit here, so we're going to do our best to uh, keep them under uh, an hour as I go forward, or at least as close to an hour as I can. Um, I have, I do have another quote, um, that I want to finish on and, um, <laughs> and I, I want to say thank you to those of you that that listen to the podcast and those of you that have come along so far for the journey. I, I, we, our numbers actually spiked on the episode where I said I was going to start doing one every other week, which is crazy. Um, but I do appreciate people finding me and I do appreciate the fact that, um, you guys are, 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 are listening and appreciating what I'm saying. Uh, your appreciation is leading me towards understanding and, um, it it is helping me continue to try to get my message out into this world. And while I'm not as important as the message is, it certainly does feel good to be, um, 
respected and valued. So I want to thank you. And um, let's get to the quote. Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, The invariable mark of wisdom is to see the miraculous in the common. That's... (laughs) It's funny because... It doesn't say appreciation in the quote, but I I read that and I thought there's nothing there's nothing that can uh, summarize what I'm trying to say here more than that quote can. We are all seeking wisdom, and we are all trying to become better versions of ourselves, and in doing that it is very, very important to understand that it's not, it's not always going to be massive sweeping changes. It's not always going to be, uh, you know, life events that lead to awakenings. It's not always going to be, you know, a giant person in your life coming and, you know, sweeping you up and telling you that this needs to happen. Um, Sometimes it's the smallest, most common things. Sometimes, sometimes when you're lost and alone and don't feel appreciated and um, don't quite understand what this world means and uh, how to make it through, sometimes it's learning to see the miraculous and the common, the things that you see every day, the things that you maybe don't appreciate, but you will learn to as you start to understand just how miraculous they are. Sometimes it's as simple as a plastic orange picture that your mom used to wash your hair with and that she still has by her in her bathroom, sitting by the toilet bowl. Anyway, that's my poetry for today. I appreciate you all. Thank you very much for listening. And we're going to stay on the once every two weeks schedule. I will let everybody know the topic of the next episode, and probably in another three or four days while I, after I get things figured out. Um, Thank you. I, I, this this episode is actually releasing a few hours late. I had some things come up and some things on TikTok I needed to talk about. So uh, I did release a few hours late. So um, thank you again. I will talk to you very soon. And uh, I appreciate you.